Welcome to Lukeville Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a little bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark. I run with the will. I'm Air Paul for Digimon System Restore. And we're down a co-host. Yeah. Although we kind of suspected this was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the that's the the drawback and pitfall of of having somebody on during their work day. Yes. Um Basically, May, May just felt bad where, you know, she's waiting to see if she'll be able to, and then deciding basically for every episode that we do on Monday where an hour or two before she has to decide if she thinks she's going to do it, and she just didn't. That, that's not fair to her. That's not fair to us to wait. On, probably, you know, probably not fair to their employer either. Well, I believe she was doing it while eating lunch. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah. Although that, that, although, that, although that does suggest a horrible lunch break schedule if, if she doesn't even think she has that much time anymore. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in, we are oddly going back to what the original plan was when you guys came on, which is weird because that never happened. I don't remember what that plan was, honestly. It, it was that you were going to be the co-host for the show and May would show up whenever she was able to. Oh, gotcha. And, uh, yeah, okay. No, that, yeah, that's and, beca- and, beca- and because we we always tried to schedule it when May would most likely be able to do it, she just happened to be the third co-host. To the mm. point that to the point that sometimes she would forget that she was the co-host and she would refer to herself as the guest. Yeah. So and a lot of the times it was a question of whether May would be up and yes. awake on those yes. Saturdays. Or Sundays. Yeah, Sunday for her, Saturday for us. Yeah. So it's effectively going back to that. May will show up whenever she's able to. Um, we are waiting on someone. Um, Dev is going to try to get a headset and she will join us when she's able to. She decided that she'd be willing to, but not with the setup that she had cobbled together last time, which was two or three things plugged into an iPad. So she will That's join fair. if she's able to. I've also I've also talked to our phantom guest who's never shown up yet, and he said, "Go ahead and say it's uh, Joshua." Most I think it's Blue Pants. Oh, I, I don't remember his Twitter name. Not... Blue Pants, Blue Khakis, um, something along those lines. I just yes. know him by his real name. I don't know him by his handle. Uh, khaki Blue Socks. Khaki, yeah, there. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. We follow each other. Yeah, he he was the one who was meant to be a guest multiple times and just never quite worked out schedule wise. Where, and I and I told him, you know, I hadn't said who he was because I didn't want people to bother me. He said, "No, it's fine if people bother me. Normally they bother me because they don't like me. I'd love for people to bother <laughs> me because they want to hear more from me." Yeah, I could definitely yeah. have him on. Yeah. Oh, we will. It's just been one of those hilarious things where anytime he has had his schedule open where he's sure he'll be able to make it, we're not recording. Mm. And anytime when I go, so there'll be an episode here. Um, do you want to join? He goes, I'm on call that night. So it's just oh, been. Oh, gotcha. So it's just been the hilarious yeah. back and forth of anytime it works for him, we're just not doing a show. And anytime I go, Okay, it makes sense to have him on. Let let's see how he's doing. He goes, I'm on call. So it just mm-hmm. has bounced around. Mm-hmm. So we will have Dev 
Josh will join us at some point. Yeah, hopefully during the football season so we can go off on a long, long tangent about football. Yeah, and May will pop up again. It's just a matter of when. At some point, we're going to have to do a weekend show at some point, and I'm sure we'll grab May for that. Yeah, I was hoping to have May on this time because I thought they said something about not not liking this episode as much or not being as impressed with that. I forgot to read the review. I have to be honest, I, it's, it's a weird cultural thing. British and uh, Australian reviews seem to mostly be going, like, just saying the plot and then a couple lines about if they liked it or not. Okay. While yeah, some you of had, my reviews end up like that. Yeah, but Especially m- in the early days. More, more, U- more US-based reviews tend to be more saying what they think of content and integrating it into going, well, this happened and my thoughts on it are blah, 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 blah. It's something. It's uh, I something. Think, I don't think that's so much a cultural thing, so much as a choice of critique thing. Well, like I, I don't want to. Well, I'm not no, trying no. to. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a while before I can reach into my head and pull out my the uh, the course I took on different critical analysis. Uh, oh no, I know, I but I senior year, but, but but I mean for the default style that seems to pop up based on people I know, the U.S. Te- people from the U.S. tend to go with that one, while people from the UK and Australia tend to go with the, they want to go over the, or at least the terminology of what review means to them. Perhaps maybe a better mm. description. I suppose. Like I, I kind of get what you're saying there. Yeah. I think that's, I think it might still be a generalization, but perhaps that is a terminology thing. I don't know. It, it's possible because I remember it was, I think it was uh Vanda used to w- go, well, I'll review episodes. It was like when Crosswords was on, I believe. And she put up the first right. one, and it was just going over the plot. I'm like, there's no review here. Yeah, I, I didn't. I still not not entirely sure what to call my articles. Like, I used to hesitate before calling them review because I tried to be a little more content focused and breaking it down. And then eventually, somewhere around Atmon, I think I just turned it into, "Is this good or bad?" The a trash bag of opinion. Yeah, sort of. So let us talk about episode eight. I think we're both actually sort of on the same page on this one in that it's probably the best episode so far. Yeah, that's why I kind of wanted May on here, because I don't think they would have concurred. But no, I agree. This is, this is as far as I can, as far as my opinion goes, it's the best episode we've had so far. This is the first uh, solid A episode I gave yeah. the series. So we start off with Mimi doing a Kakuman's hair. That's so cool. Like that—that's just those little flourishes that you really appreciate in a series like this. I, I likened it to um to Airy and Atmon always having fun stuff going on in the background that you don't always pay attention to, but it's just nice that it's there. Now the weird thing—did they ever clarify what was wrong with Joe at the beginning? I assume that it's just not—he doesn't have his sea legs. Okay, that's what I thought, but it occurred to me at some point that Palmont's just sitting there hol- holding Joe, and he's not—he's sort of passed out, but not really. I thought maybe yeah, I missed I just something. Attributed, I attributed to seasickness, which is interesting, because that always came across to me as more of a dub thing in the original. Hmm. Didn't think about that. But, yeah, it, that's... Yeah, I'm... I, I, that struck me as interesting because I didn't know I didn't think the uh, 
in the original version that they really focused on Joe being constantly having allergies and seasickness six I and think all you, that. And, I think you can remove that whole line minus they didn't focus on Joe. <laughs> um so yeah, so it starts off with them arriving at Cloud Continent. Although have they actually clarified this is Cloud Continent in fact, or are we just meant to assume it is? Well, the kids certainly assume it is because they sure sure as hell seemed happy to find land. But yeah, you know, I don't think we can assume it is. And they, I guess the end of the episode having information about the yeah. whole Digimon is meant to have you believe that it yeah. is. Like okay, it's, that, yeah, it's that open, makes sense. It's open for them to pull a switcheroo on it, but I think we're meant to believe that it's the continent. Okay, that makes sense. And they arrive, as you do, via sniper fire. Yeah, that was a great twist. Like yeah. that, you know, they're they're actually asking. It's like why in, I'm. I was kind of wondering this too. It's like, why is there a lighthouse there? And I was like, nope, it's a trap. I, the, the instant someone said lighthouse, my brain just went, I don't think that's a lighthouse. Yeah, although it, it, it was, although it helps that we knew they were going up against a fortress. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, fortress, fortresses can have lighthouses. <laughs> I was on vacation uh, last weekend. I saw, I saw a bunch of lighthouses. So it's, it actually feels weird that like, the enemies are competent. Yeah, I really like that. Like, you have Gorimon standing up there getting ready to snipe. You have the Solarmons basically giving him targets. It's drawing in targets yeah. and then blinding them with their reflections. That's really intelligent. Yeah. And not only that, but the idea of, if you noticed, the fortress was actually in between kind of this little cavern. Yes. Like it was kind of, it was occupying a choke point on a beachhead. Well, and also the actual um, design of the fortress was seemingly meant to keep people from rushing it. Like there were actually twists and turns and all that just happens that Garumon attempted to jump over most of it. Um, Yeah, as you do. and, And then Tankmon finally being used like as like a mass of tanks. I don't remember when that's happened before. I'm sure it has. I just don't remember it. Yeah. I, it's, I gotta believe one yeah. of the cross wars armies. Uh, yeah, I'm like that, but that, yeah, that's, where that's my, the um, answer to everything is like, when were they used competently? It was cross wars has done it before. Some, yeah, probably yeah. something in cross wars. And then the mysterious masked figure shows up who none of us knew who it was. I'm sure. Oh, hey, look, yeah. it's Yamato. Yeah. And got and Gabumon and him and Agumon like so they do clearly remember each other. And it's not just phantom memories or something. Oh no, no, they definitely remember each other. Yeah. in that regard, that it's an interesting discrepancy that I'm looking forward to having explored. That they remember each other, but don't necessarily remember Omegamon. Well, see, I don't necessarily see it as in that manner. I just think it's that they've met each other at some point since what originally happened X years ago. Right, right. I, like, I'm just... I'm, I, I hope You're just looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not calling... I'm not whining about plot holes or anything. I'm saying that's going to be interesting to see how the, if they explain what's going on there. And I hope that there's potential for some interesting... Something interesting going on there. And we get a bit of more of Yamato deciding if people are useful or not. Mm-hmm. And deciding on his own to run out and do the stupid thing, which would have failed if not for 
Tai Chi deciding to rush out with everyone after Joe screws up a bit. I Joe is such a delight, isn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, back to Yamato for a yeah. second though before sure. we get to Joe because that's a <laughs> that's a whole thing. But you know, I guess Joe ties into that is that you know originally Yamato was allowed to be convinced that Tai Chi and Koshiro would be helpful in in episode two. Like he's like, okay, I'm a little reluctant, but they seem to be they seem to have value here. And then he gets to these guys and sees Sora and Mimi and Joe, who have just been just got their asses kicked by the Tankmon and Gorimon, and they're kind of down and not in a particularly great look. And he's like, "No, no, I got it. no, no." And they, they he and help. he's eff- and he's effectively chosen to go alone rather than grabbing Taichi, so that someone would be left with them. Is yeah. what it felt like to me. Yeah. Because he knows. I mean, because in, he knows. In, he in kno- that yeah. instance, in that instance, Yamato's looking at Taichi, going, "Your best purpose is to babysit these guys and make sure they don't die." Yeah. Yeah. So Joe. Joe. Joe's like oddly in that they're towing the line very well from him being. Um, I'm not sure high strung is the term I want to use. Where, like, he clearly is out of sorts, but he is trying his best to help as he can. Mm-hmm. Even if it his help is effectively being the comic relief booby prize. A little bit, yeah. 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 Like, here's the thing. We haven't seen him actually be involved in a quote-unquote real fight. That is true. Last time it was a Digimon that, as far as he knows, is just a wild animal. Here it's, oh, there's tanks and stuff. I need to let them know that we're not here to fight them. Yeah. And then he steals the town. To be useful. And in fact, that might even be the mature thing for him to make the call that, you know what? All of these enemy Digimon, we're weakened. We're not going to win this fight. I'm going to be the bigger man here, and I'm going to just announce the surrender to keep us all alive. And And he steals a town. And is steals somebody's towel, and it's like it's you know it's played for laughs. But it, it, that, it technically but, was the right thing for him to do based on what he knows of what's going on. Yeah, like there's some sound logic going on in his head, even though you know it, overall yeah. he's yeah. he's not a shonen protagonist. What are you no. gonna do? Although to be fair, he did try with the thumbs up to Yamato. He tried. He, he got into it in the end. He's like, yeah. you know what? We're we're gonna we're doing it whether we like to or not. You better you better win, okay? And Mimi's place in this episode was wholly as comic relief. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a place where it wouldn't have been. I mean, at the end of the episode when she's talking to Yamato, there's some significant moments in that. There is, but even there, that's bit. but even there, that's sort of meant to be the goofy sort of I am the normal kid who's saying hello type setup. Yeah, there's value in that, though. There's major value in yeah. that in order but, to get Yamato a little hey, more. We, we've already had Yamato and Mimi talking to each other in the series. Yes, more yes, than, yes. More than in any, yeah. Um, we, ta- no, we, no longer have to, we no longer have to count Valdermon as, yeah. as far as a, as a Yamato-Mimi conversation. Yeah, and the Tao thing was great as much as it's easy to joke about. It was a good moment. More Palmon so getting some Palmon getting some uh moments in here. 
Yeah. That that little bit of animation of Palmon just it's Sora's tell. <laughs> yeah. I will say everyone had great facial expressions in this episode. They did, yes. Yeah. What's weird is is it's hard to comment about Sora because she does so little, but she actually does jump into the thick of it. So Sora is really I found Sora interesting in this ep well, not so much interesting in this episode, but what she's poised to be. What she what I found interesting in this episode is that she's the one putting out all the helpful observations in this episode. Like she's the one saying, like, why is there a lighthouse here? And she's the one's like, okay, they're hoarding already. That's not good. And she's the one kind of making all the astute observations. What's gonna be interesting going forward is now once you add Yamato to the team, and when you have Joe kind of being Joe, Sora's role as kind of being Taichi's backup is going to be amplified a little more. Like, Taichi having this central lieutenant in Sora yeah. is going to be a little more useful for the group dynamic than it was originally without Joe and Yamato, where everyone's kind of on the same page. Well, it also helps that, and this is a bit odd, because I don't think it was fully thought out by fans ahead of time is by not having Takuru around. You do get to have Yamato sort of be his own character and not necessarily know everyone else. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind, Yamato it's can be Yamato can be this kind of hard edge dude yeah. right now. And then later when Takeru joins the team, we get him to, so we can soften him up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but it does leave the, and the same. Where... Actually, the same thing applies with Taichi if Hikari yeah. joins at the same time as Takeru, which we don't know that's going to happen. No, but we don't. If it, it, if it, did, it feels changes. like it feels like it, though. It does feel like it, and when that happens, that's going to change Taichi a lot, and that yeah. will be fun to watch. Yeah, and still no Koshiro. He's taking his sweet time. Although I will say, I did like and. Uh, I saw a few people complaining about something um, Kabuterimon did, which I actually liked, which was Kabuterimon pointing out he wasn't actually going as fast as he could have. Yeah. So, was... no, I, li I like that because it makes sense. He's going because he doesn't know what they're going to show up to find. And then when he hears they're in trouble, well, okay, now it's time to rush. Well, he's also got to pace himself, I suppose. He can't yeah. sprint that whole distance. Yeah. No, it, it, it makes sense. And he was... Koshiro would have been another throwing another body into that fight would have maybe been a little too much. I think that worked really well with five. Yeah. Six might have been pushing it. Like they barely had enough for Joe and Mimi to do in this episode, and it did hinge a little more on comic relief. Yeah. So it, it worked really well with five. So it's totally excusable that Koshiro hasn't joined the team yet. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. It's a very amusing contrivance for me. It is. And then, um, hey, we finally got another evolution with Gabumon. And Bergamon gets nothing again. And yeah, and this time neither to Togemon and, uh, and hey, hey, they, didn't either. They, they got the nice Uncle Spinny Dervish. That's fair. And honestly, though, I kind of like the I kind of like them limiting the evolution sequences. Honestly, I thought that I thought this one I thought this episode had one evolution sequence too many. I didn't think I, Greymon's was necessary. Yeah, but Greymon's is the one that they know the audience sort of wants to see, so you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with only them using it in like plot heavy moments. 
I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see this every episode. Yeah, but the eight-year-olders do is the thing. <sighs> Screw the eight-year-olds. <laughs> see that that can go on a soundboard. <laughs> uh, so the actual final battle is actually rather short, and it's more the emotional moment showing having Yamato realize that oh, it's only because of everyone doing their part that he's about to kill the gorilla. Yeah, once he gets into melee range and that awesome cape move to take out the solar mine, then yeah, that's pretty cut and right uni- at that point. Universally, it and, felt and, like... And at that point, it's like, it felt... <laughs> it At that point, it felt inevitable. Like, it's like, okay, Yamato's like, I, I have all these guys... They all have my back. Like, yeah, I got this. The universal reaction seemed to roughly be, are we getting where Garumon? Like that came up. A lot of people thought that that's what we were getting. And I admit, I even I kind of went, are they really going to do that now? Like when we're expecting kind of Metal Greymon to show up so soon? And instead, we just got a nice little power thing, which actually I actually like. Didn't hear any of it. Didn't hear any of what? You cut out a while ago. Oh, I did? Huh. Um, what I said was, a lot of people were expecting Wergurumon based on what was happening. Hold on, I'm going to reset here. Okay, yeah, I think I think it might be on your end, but I will check mine also. Okay, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, what I said was that uh, based on what was happening, a lot of people really thought where Garumon was about to pop up. Oh God, that would have been awful. But but that's you know that's a nice thing about having these little crest boosts. Yeah, I guess you could call them, where it's like you just get that little flash of extra power without going full additional e- evolution. Yeah, it's and a nice then, little tool they've got. Yep, and then next episode we get. It looks like exposition at the beginning and then major battle shortly after. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to Metal Greymon at the end of next week or the week before? After, I mean? I don't know. It's, neither neither uh, do I. It's weird because it does feel yeah. very soon. But if it's done right, it doesn't matter if it's too soon. If it's, it's done right. Pr- it's pretty close to being appropriate. Yeah, because it was uh, 19, right? It's yeah, it was 19 originally. I feel like they've hit... Other series have hit their second forms around this time, though. Like Frontier, mm. they were hitting their Beast Spirits around this time. So it's not completely out of line. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right, huh? Well, we'll see what comes up. So yeah, jet, I, I'm jet... Not, I don't... It might... It Like, this may or may not actually be happening. Like, it, it, they might be it might not that that may not actually be the case um do we know if the the episode title was referring to ultimates or did they um is that a translation to uh for english or they mean ultimate ultimates as opposed to perfect i I believe it was it's i believe it was perfect in the japanese okay i believe so i don't quite remember at the moment but i can pull it up it's a yeah okay because that's an interesting, uh, that's an important distinction. Yeah, if, I, I, if we're I, talking about foreshadowing there. No, I don't want the ones for episode two. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about surprise forms in episode two. Anymore. Oh, okay. Here, here we go. Uh, when this decides to pop up, it is perfect. Uh, the translation Onke came up with from the guide was perfect levels invade. Hmm. Okay. So, so yes, they're referring to level and not just ultimate in the sense of this is cool. Well, no, I thought I wasn't sure if they were referring to um, if the the subs that we got actually translated the evolution, yeah, uh, yeah, the, uh, it, yeah evolution yeah. levels into uh, what common English. Yeah, it looks like little, it did. Which is a strange, it's just a strange switch considering how little else they've changed. But yeah, I would like to, and of course, and of course, the weird thing is, is whenever we do get the fully translated stuff. They do say Ogreman in English. We we yeah. we we don't end up with Orgmon when stuff yeah, is they dubbed. They don't change that. But we'd get we get ultimates instead of perfects. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I think we're both generally agreed. Thumbs up on this one. Oh yeah, this is like I said, this is the yeah. first straight A I've given out. Okay that that's an easy that's an easy win then. Uh, yep. Then the. Pr- then preview for episode nine, we kind of already talked about. It. We get to see a very menacing figure, and we'll see what happens along with what I'm sure is exposition at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume Koshiro's Koshiro's back. Then yeah, it's going to be plot yeah. dump. And before we move on from venture, they added more to the voice recording challenge. The clip of Soren Piomon from episode four and Agumon's evolution. It's the same setup as the first two, where. They give you the video without the audio audio to record, and people can win stuff. I'm hopeful we will get more Volcano Oda doing stuff, because his were just so delightful. I want to hear Volcano Oda's Piomon. Let's be real here. No, him doing both Sora and Piomon. That too. Yeah. But mostly Piomon. Especially Piomon. And then it won't be too much longer that we get to move on to Kazuna, will it? I, I've I've lost all sense of time. I'm honestly, I was honestly looking through the notes and like, wait, Digifest is next week? What the hell? Yeah. So first up with Kizuna, um, it is finally out of theaters in Japan, and even the tweets regarding that were like, we did not expect it to be in theaters this long. Well, and, well, yeah, and they, it, yeah, and they and they went over that there were circumstances for many countries, and they know many people have not been able to see it yet, as was planned. And basically, they thank everyone in advance for pe- that they know people will get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got the nice um, layout of the three different versions that are coming on Japan. I like. I still like all the art. The packaging are nice. I will say the. The normal ones look kind of sad compared to the deluxe one. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. They're completely normal packages. They have more extras than m- many times Japanese anime films have. But just looking at like what physically shows up. Yeah, I mean, the inside, like little character, the little character graphics, and on the inside, it's sort of it's ordinary. Yeah, but that does help with the disc content, minus that it's missing the O2 audio drama. Sure, for them. Sure, but yeah. The problem is the deluxe one is really nice looking. Oh, yeah. And that's out September 2nd. 
And then a month later, we get it. And we're only a few days away from Digifest. I mean, it's it's Friday at, or Saturday morning at 2 a.m. for me. Yeah, that snuck up on me. Yeah. Um. So they gave a... I will say, like, the nice digital poster type thing, like, that really worked well. Like, it feels very formal and everything. Mm-hmm. So it starts 2 a.m. Pacific at the forum. I've linked an actual pre-programmed time converter so everyone can find theirs. Um, it's going to be by the Toei YouTube. They've clarified there is no charge for entry because you, I yeah, don't know if you can, yeah. can you do that with YouTube? Oh, cause I know I there are services in Japan where you can, I don't know if you can with YouTube though. Yeah. YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hmm. they gave the programming list, which no real surprises. Um, minus that they're including, I mean, we, kind of guess they would include stuff from the new version of adventure but and they actually yeah do it's po- gonna be it's gonna be and that's kind of what i'm most interested in seeing is how they how the two go together i think there's only one thing that can possibly happen it switches it flips the camera around and kokoro's there to do a quick digi navi oh, and then everyone tunes out yeah <laughs> Um, the nice thing about X Evolution is they actually point out that it is technically the public premiere of the film at a public thing because there was the initial TV Uh, screening there there were DVD rentals there wasn't technically any sort of public event screening for it in the past it's just kind of interesting yeah Uh, yeah, Yeah. I mean yeah but here's like is this really uh, how Different is this than a TV screen? I, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's a marketing poster. They're gonna. Yeah. Um, the only real new thing past that is uh, producer Kinoshita will be the host, which it makes sense. He's done pretty decently when he's hosted this sort of thing before. He was. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did the. He was one of the producers at the Anime Expo panel last year. He did. He was one of the hosts of the first DigiNavi when they had Kazuna stuff to talk about. And we're right. only a f- and we're only a few days away. And one other neat little surprise was, um, they put up on Twitter the promo poster for X Evolution. For the first time, it's not a tiny thumbnail piece of crap. Like, like the actual resolution of the poster means that mo- generally every character we actually may see clearer than in the film itself. <laughs> I should see if I can. I should see if I need to swap the image I have on my blog for the new oh. one. Oh, I would say you would. It's eighteen hundred by twenty five forty five. I think the old one's like three hundred by four hundred. <laughs> so, like, I don't think most people had noticed the Royal Knights text on the X before. Mm. So yeah, so very nice to yeah. get that. It's very nice to get that poster in usable quality and not having to try to sk- not having because anytime you I need to post X Evolution stuff, there's nothing like usable that doesn't look terrible. Yeah, I, I I just checked my blog. I do have the terrible old poster. Yeah, up on uh, as the uh, image for that. I may I may do some swappy swappy. Yeah, later on. And because we all love the Royal Knights, the poll. The new poll is, who's your favorite Royal Knight? Closes on August 5th. 
I feel like there, there's. I feel like there's three possible winners here. They are. Who do you think the three are, and why? Well, Omegamon, Alphamon. I wouldn't count out all fours. Yeah, those were the three. Omegamon because it's Omegamon. Alphamon because, well, we know why. Yeah, and and uh, UL Force because enough of a wild card of because here's the thing: not many people actually do these polls. It is almost solely hardcore fans. Yes, yeah. Enough people like him that that could be like the weird out of. Because here's the thing: if a normal person see if a non-hardcore fan sees, oh, vote for your favorite Digimon, they might go to the effort. They might mm-hmm. not even know what a Royal Knight is. <laughs> yeah, which actually I think lends itself more. Lends itself a little bit in Omegamon's favor, because if you think about the Royal Knights as a group, that I think you associate, you kind of go Alphamon, as opposed, and Omegamon's just the most popular Digimon. But that's why popular Royal Knight might be a different question. Yeah, I would say that very well probably would be Alphamon, it's just a matter of if he wins or not. But I, I would say UL Force is the wild card in this. and may, yeah, absolutely. And maybe... Magnamon, maybe. Maybe Magnamon. I, 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 th- I think the problem is, is that, yeah, you have the, the other three before Magnamon. But Magnamon, yeah. it does feel like a wild card of a character people really do like, but unlikely to be the one that people would pick first. I mean, even on that image you posted, those are the four. Yes. I don't know if that was, if you just took that from something or you no, uh that. I believe Lost just took it from the actual uh, Royal Knights page they have on the thing. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't know if there's a specific order to it there or not, though. <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> I think we know who the leading contenders are. Yes. And then... Don't look at me. I voted for Duffmon, so... <laughs> <laughs> Duffmon says... Duffmon Drink up. says... Crap, I can't remember the beats to Yellow now. Because the, the song's Yellow, right? The one from Ferris Bueller. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! I know. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing it now. It's not my. I tried, everyone. So on to music. We have the cover for Unidentified Airship. I like the cover, but it also feels like it took random art from places. Even though, like the Taichi and Agumon are new art, but it mm. does not feel like a cohesive cover to me. It doesn't look like new art. That's what I. That always was what frustrates me is when it's new art that just looks like it's ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're not wrong though. Uh, August nineteenth, the store exclusives, the postcard which is being given to just a so many places I did not try to list them, which uh, it's a frame from the show, but they actually expanded it slightly. Animate gets a bromide print, and the Amazon one upsets me a little because Amazon's their international pre-orders are all fucked up. I mean, as you would expect. Yeah. That's like a giant version of the cover, which would do like a great scan. Cause it's like a foot and a half by a foot and a half. But dealing with that at the moment too much. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the Miku CD was properly announced for release. We have the cover. I think we did talk about this very quickly last time, didn't we? Or did this just pop up in the last week? I feel like this just popped up in the last week. I completely forgot about this. I think, see, I think this might have popped up on Monday. 
Um, But yeah, I would expect they probably originally planned for this to come out like, oh, we'll do it as they're doing promotion for Kizuna. And then they went, that would probably be a bad idea. We'll wait for home video. Then home video is delayed and now it's home video again. So it's basically hit the point of we need to do it now. Um, So it's the CD with the track, karaoke version, and a DVD with the music video. I still like the cover art, but at this point, we've seen it, what, for like a year and a half? We've seen it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, it's nothing all that exciting about this. Like, if you want to own a, it's basically, do you want to own a hard copy of it? Yeah, and then for DigiFest, they announced Digimon History 1996 through 2006, all the best nonstop. Um. there was some confusion. There, there was confusion from some people about what this was. So let me clarify before we talk about it. It is not a re-release of the similarly titled album from 2010. It yeah. it uses the same tracks, but as a medley. Which I'm really interested to see how they put this together. Because here's the thing: they could do it as a medley where it's just 80 or 90 percent of each song, and this runs for 15 minutes, or it could be. Uh- 30 seconds. Yeah, Sorry, for 15, go ahead. 15 minutes, it would be shorter than 80%, but yeah. Mm, yeah, you're right, but you, you know what I mean, though, where it just yeah, goes yeah. on and on forever. Yeah. Or it may just be 20, 30 seconds running through stuff. The price, may, I, the price would make me think at least a minute or so per song. Because mm-hmm. it's about $12. It will be digital. They haven't clarified if it'll be available internationally, which, depending on which storefronts, it's possible, but we will see. Yeah, I'm interested Uh, in seeing how they transition all these together and what that looks like, because the only, like, nonstop medleys I've been familiar with are the old uh, DDR CDs. We should probably get into the music thing, because some people may not be aware of it. The reason why this always happens is um, Feel Me, which is... I believe it's still under Dream Music, did the music for Adventure, O2 Tamers, Frontier, and Savers. Cross Wars was done by Nippon Columbia, who's also doing the new Adventure. Mm-hmm. Try was done by Feel Me, Kazuna was done by Feel Me, and Atmon was Warner Music with borrowed um, people from other groups. Yeah. So anytime you get a collection like this, it is effectively been limited to these five in recent years try has been added kazuna will no doubt be added by the future but this time they would not add try or kazuna for what i would say are a key reason which is both of those either have or had cds coming out yeah and also it's kind of it would be i wouldn't feel right including try and kazuna if you're not including crosswords well yes it also lets them come up with a title especially when you want to do digimon history yeah. Not minus that one that had the best music. <laughs> so yeah, um yeah, for twelve dollars if this is available, I'll nab this. I'm trying the weird thing is is it would have been nice maybe if they had shaken up the order from the normal version of the album. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of is this the actual order from the original album? My or yes, my, they... my my understanding is, is it is the exact order of the album, which is basically That's... to a degree. It's you have the openings, you mm-hmm. have the main insert songs, you have the ending songs, then you have secondary um, 
it's even weirder than it's even yeah yeah a few a few openings, are mixed up it's like openings um a few evolution songs a bunch of the endings and then they end with tamers insert insert songs yes like probably the, the because the, and one vision all tacked on at the yeah. end there and I'm, I'm really interested it's like I, when it's this straightforward it's it, i wonder how they string these i together. think that's i think one, th- that's one reason i'm really curious about how they uh do the transitions here yeah it'll be interesting especially since not including two tracks all of the unique artists are at the end yeah that that's true so we'll see what pops up i, I do hope it's available for us to nab though the um I don't remember what the store's name is at the moment, but a, uh, a lossless Japanese store does tend to try to make these available when they're able to. So I'll be checking there. That's where I got the TV size version of the new opening. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll see what pops up. Because that will be out with DigiFest on August 1st. And then the fun part of the news for various reasons is product updates. Um, we already have news for the Ichiban Kuji figures getting U.S. release at multiple stores under the Ichiban Show brand. I've already pre-ordered both of these because I had nothing better to do. I, I really do like the Omega Mon and War Greymon, though. It, the mm-hmm. Omega Mon one especially. Um, and Big Bad Toy Store, they must have found a few cases because D-Arts, Beelzebubon, and Fig Arts, Imperial German FM are show as pre-orders for August. Even though those are long out of print. Prices are much better than they've been scalped for for years, so I know a number of people who ran and grabbed those. I would pre-order them if you want, because I would assume this is the last time we're going to see these. Yeah. Especially the Beelzebubon, which is from... And I think that came out right before Cross Wars started. Mm. Been sitting in a warehouse somewhere for 10 10 years. (laughs) And then uh, yet another pop-up shop has been announced. The The Adventure Sunday Market will open at the Diver City at Tokyo Plaza. It is a... I believe this is not an actual shop, but more like a cart. Okay. Yeah, with uh, one with one piece and adventure items, because they say because they say the shop will be found in front of the Unico store on the fifth floor. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that because um a, a few of the locations for um what was the graffiti brand? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, some of those weren't actually stores; some of them were carts. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then a quick update on the. Uh, the Korean Roundly Digimon 20th. We got more images of the packaging for that. It looks nice, but I really hate when they don't use a spindle holder. I don't like when packaging it has like foam or mm. plastic or paper oh, yeah. stock behind the back. I don't like that. The new normal, they're doing an anniversary of Back to the Future. It does the same thing where it's just pushed into like a cardboard booklet. Mm. I want I want plastic spindle hubs. I want the disc protected. Um, the adventure acrylic cards are available for pre-order. Don't have to deal with the pop-up shop for those. That's happened with almost every set of these, hasn't it? I think so. Been, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll adventure this time. The price isn't bad. A box of twenty is about one hundred twenty dollars. 
I I think there's a lot of group buys for these where everyone oh, yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah. That's so how we'll I see. got a hold of mine. Yeah. So we'll see what pops up with these, but it's nice that they're able to order before DigiFest because DigiFest is also where these generally pop up early, which will not happen this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Price is good, and then not necessarily the big news, but the one that makes people upset the most. Uh. We still don't really know what the hell's going on with Digimon Survive. We can, I would say, anyone guess Amazon apparently. Yeah, I I would say this is probably Bandai not communicating with stores very well. Yeah, because one, I don't believe it's canceled because they were promoting it literally just three months ago. Yeah, I mean, remember that when Kazuna um, was postponed, they took down pre-orders for those as well. Well, only no, 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 no. Shout, shout, shout pulled theirs shout down factory. based based on their own policies. Yeah. Everyone else left theirs up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because shout store policies is if they don't have a solicited date, they don't leave it on their store. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm surprised. I was surprised they started pre-ordering to begin with. I, I assume I assume it was one of those things where it was on the schedule and it never got taken off. Uh, okay. And then within two weeks, someone realized there's no way in hell this is going to make it. We need to let our retail partners know. Yeah. Um, as for this, I assume it's bad communication because like you still have the PS4 and Xbox One up. The weird thing is it's been pulled from multiple stores. Um, a few people said that in various European stores, it's gone on all three, which no doubt is not helping. Um, yeah. I would assume those have probably been gone for a bit, and it's just the cancellation notice being sent out has people looking closer. Mm-hmm. So we will see what pops up. The only thing that was hilarious is um, while it's still up at some other stores, this happened to one other game. A collection of the printy games. So we get to talk about oh. this guy again. <laughs> Yay. That, yeah. But that one's still listed at Walmart and Target, which is where Survive was missing from also. I I would say this is just really bad communication and not an actual issue. It's just combined with no one saying anything gives the appearance that something is very, very wrong. Get it together, dude. Okay, dude. And then that is it for products, except for the card game. So we got a new playmat, which is always fun. I, I like the cards chosen this time that they use the playmats for uh, Duke Mon, UL Force, and Shine Greymon. Poor Shine Greymon, he gets a little bit of usage. Yay. Yeah, then we get actual decent size images of the purple and black promo cards because I mean we were dealing with thumbnails before these they look nice don't they um they I do look nice. yeah. like the Kenji Watanabe uh Vamdemon that Vamdemon is so extra I love it yeah. and as Maria doing Devimon like sitting there with like a grinning like thinking mm-hmm. face yeah that Pico yeah. Devimon's pretty nice too yeah and then we found out what the other promo pack was, the Tamer Battle Pack, which will be given to those who participate in the Tamer Battle events in August. Basically, mini small type tournaments. And the mm-hmm. winner gets a fancier version of one of the cards. But the cards themselves are interesting. 
it is parallel cards for each of the four first releases of the game. So Metal Greymon from the Red Booster Pack, Zudomon from the Blue, Andromon from the Yellow, but each with new art. And for Green, we get uh, Atler Kabuterimon from the first Booster Pack, with the winner's card being a nicer version of Metal Greymon. I believe these are hollow, car- hollow cards, the mm. Metal Greymon, mm. that is. And then they announced a bunch of... so. They put up a video which it goes over the Tamer's Workshop, which we've gone over a few times before. We went over the Tamer Battles then. They will be doing the Evolution Cup, which are medium-scale tournament events, and some sort of bonus card for those who rank highly. Um, I would have preferred they just used a blacked-out card, because now people think it's the middle Greymon card again, because it was that, but only grayed out to like 90%, so you can tell mm-hmm. it's the gray- yeah. And then they announced a championship tournament for next year. The card game will survive, at least for that. So, yeah. And then we got the last two secret rares from Booster Set 2, which is really nice artwork of Beelzebubon and Black. We we had seen these, but we did not have good images of them. Right. I believe what we had last week were the uh, images from DigiNavi. Great looking cards here. Yes. The black and purple promo pack um, we knew it was going to be given away at the Tamer workshops. They announced it for anyone who spent a thousand yen, I believe, or more at the pop-up shop. And now it will be in Card Gamer Volume 53, which I believe that shows up on shelves in Japan in a week or so. Um, there were a few episodes of Fun Digicud. They did match. There's been so much card game stuff in the last few weeks. It's been a lot, especially... Encouraging. It it is like it is like have you we're, seen we're, have you seen it, like the images of people buying case after case of them? No, but I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, so we'll see what pops up with this. We're finally going to reach that Digimon Tamers alternate universe where the card game is relevant. I'm excited, and it still won't be that one because it's a different game. This is this is we're we're living in the Tamers reboot. For anyone who thinks the Tamers needs a reboot, no, that that, that no, that was that was poorly written and it had no plot. So it's twenty twenty, honestly. Yeah, but at least twenty twenty is entertaining and doesn't make you want to fall asleep. Mm. Moving on, moving on, moving on to art, which is foot, which of course is all about adventure twenty twenty. So the. They put up little image when a bit before the episode airs, and the last few have been pre-existing. This time we get Gabumon wearing Yamato's cloak. Yeah, which is, that was the first one I went. Okay, that is not a repeat. Yeah, that that's. I admit, that is I episode I, specific. I admit, I had to check because the cloak thing is so common that I wondered if maybe it had shown up just for some random thing. But it did. That, that would I be found so funny if it yeah. did. Yeah. Um, then Kenji Watanabe doing a great image of Gabumon running, and you see like a otherworldly version of Gurumon and Yamato behind him. Yeah, like these these have all been full of a lot of energy from him. And then the surprise was Tenya Yabuno drawing Yamato. Yeah, with the cloak, the the text that he gave with it was basically instinctively reacted to the cloak. 
basically he saw basically he basically he saw the cloak and just went gotta draw that because that was uh v tamer tai chi's thing was that he always had a cloak yeah he had that gold cloak yeah yeah and then on top of the art we have a couple photos that we need to explain so digimon in one piece all buddy buddy yeah so the one on the right is um there's a whiteboard outside of where they record one piece and the actors and some of the staff will write and draw on it. And when, when someone will take a photo and they'll put it up when the episode airs. Mm-hmm. So for episode 934, there's a really nice drawing of Agumon's head and didn't get a translation of everything, but Shin actually pointed out that some of the small text next to him reads Digimon here for some reason. <laughs> Gammon's in there too. Oh yeah! yeah don't I, forget, I, don't forget, I didn't don't even know. Here's the here's the promise. You Ga- and your savers erasure. No, here's why Ga- Galmon does not register because I know that Zoro's actor is Galmon. Yeah. Oh no. I so know. so when nice. I so so when, so my brain like just completely skipped over Galmon being unique to that character. So just went, oh, it's a blue dog that looks like Galmon, and then I sort of just because the other thing is I'm throwing these together at like one or two a.m. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So I saw the Agumon earlier in the day, so it's like, okay, uh, throw that link into a text file so I can grab it. And I'm like, okay, Agumon, writing it. And then I'm moving on to the next thing. And it sort of like was just in the periphery that Galmon was there, but it didn't like click enough for me to remember and write it. Yeah, yeah, we all know you hate sabers. Move on. <laughs> See, the problem is, even when I try to be nice to sabers, people expect me to hate it. And I don't just pop up saying I hate it, to be perfectly fair. In fact, I think it's always you. And then um, this was sort of paired with the um, Kazuna one. With Kazuna exiting theaters, it is technically the end of all the main stuff they announced for the 20th anniversary of Adventure. And they just put up a nice little montage of stuff. Like uh, that, uh, that Agumon plush at the top middle, that's from Anime Expo. I don't know why I'm so abused at him looking at the camera like that. <laughs> but yeah. A lot of neat little things there. Yeah. It and, feels like the 20th anniversary lasted a while, but yeah, well, I, suppose because it was shorter than, I, I suppose it was shorter than the 15th lasted. I believe the first time we saw the logo was the uh, the tri-glasses, weren't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then that vanished quickly. But yeah. And we'll go on to questions. And while we start with the ones that were sent in, you guys can ask in the chat. So the first one was, was someone wanted to know, will any digital movie stores have advantages over others for last evolution? Will rentals be available? Um, some stores have better video quality than others. I would say in general, it's not really going to matter. It'd be super noticeable difference. Um, sometimes iTunes will have extras. The others will not. So, if you deal with iTunes, that may be one to watch. Um, where were you going to get it from, AR? Because you were going to get it digitally for sure, as I recall. Um, I don't know. I haven't actually thought about that. I haven't gotten to that point. I was going to see what the options are and go from um, there. I believe for we know uh, iTunes, um, Google Play, PlayStation, and Microsoft Store were the four they mm-hmm. said. But I would expect Voodoo also... Yeah. 
And I don't really care about the extras because I'm getting the physical yeah. copy. So I'd probably just get it from eh, probably PlayStation. Well, I'll, I'd have to think about it. It's It would entirely be based on expediency of getting uh, frame grab screen caps and stuff and making it work for the blog. In that case, you probably want to do whichever uh, whichever just loads best on your phone or tablet. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, as for will rentals be available, I would not expect it when it goes up a week early. Maybe when the Blu-ray is out, it can be a little random with anime stuff sometimes. But definitely not the week early, I would say. Unless they're going to do some stupid price, which is possible. Uh, then let's look at the chat. Ramon wants to know what will happen first, Digimon Survive getting a release date or Piumon getting a Digivolution sequence? Finally, someone asking the hard questions. I mean, and I honestly don't know what to put. I'm going to say, say Piumon, but it's honest, See, here's the thing. Tough. I want to make a, a joke about Digimon Survive always being out, but I've made the Disgaea joke so much. So the answer is Piumon because at some point she's going to go perfect. It might not be because the the question was Piomon, not Birdramon. I have no idea if Birdramon's going to get a sequence. <laughs> Grudamon will. Hmm, that that's fair. It might be the swirl. It might be the 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 one that they've kind of used for like Togemon and 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 Kakumon, but <laughs> it's going to count for <laughs> for her purposes. And then someone asked, "Why are the new V pets not trying to push things to the next level?" I mean, why would they? I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. As much as V-Pet fans are complaining about, say, the Pendulum, they're also buying three of them. And looking yeah. forward to buying four, five, and six when they're announced and come out, as we all expect them to. I mean, there's, there's, there's no real reason for Bandai to spend the money to make something new from scratch when they've made just a, a sort of new generation version of the old one. Yeah, and it's V-Pets. It's kind of a niche thing anyway. It's a little old school but, but, by nature. But but remember, they don't believe us that that's true. They, they, I remember, mean, if you're, if you're oh, into them, that's great. Oh, like, no, absolutely. But like but a lot of v, but, but a lot of V-Pet fans really do believe that it's still the center of the brand. Well, I don't even mean center of the brand. I mean that like... No, the, no, no, but that's what I mean. Pet, like, like they don't get that it's, it, that it's a small niche thing at this is how Bandai is making them and having the prices be almost reasonable. Right. That's a different, but that's, that's kind of a different thing. I just mean that the technology of V pets in general is kind of old school. So you can only add, it's like, you can only add so many modern flourishes to it before it becomes a smartphone game. Yeah, but yeah. I go get the crossloader. That was color and had an MP3 player that no one liked. There you go. Yeah. Fantasy World asks, "Do you think there'll be a solid condition for reaching perfect level?" Mm. Something, something, I mean, fr- something, something. Crest power of friendship and blah 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 and metal graymon clob i mean in that sense i do hope that one of the conditions for reaching perfect level is some sort of self-examination and self-flaw like taichi had to go through the entire edamon arc before he was able to earn metal graymon and that was a whole thing 
for Taichi to do that. So I do hope that there is some sort of, some sort of, you know, I, I want to see Taichi exhibit some flaws at some point. Like I'm confident that he will. I would love that to be a condition for him getting to Metal Greymon. You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, the problem is, is I'm trying to decide minus him just doing something stupid and dumb in the next episode. If the overall arc that the show has set up has room for that, if we are expecting a, an evolution yeah, in the next, really, episode. you can't really expect that in one episode. Yeah, that's where that's, if it's if we're getting Metal Greymon next episode, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, then another one was our expectations for Digifest. This was one where it wasn't qualified. I assume they meant like, do we think there'll be announcements type stuff? That's I imagine that? there will be something. Like, I don't think we're going completely empty-handed. This isn't a Diginavi. To be fair, though, the Diginavi, minus the first one, they've been very clear that these are meant to be, like, catch-up things. This, I would say, some sort of Blu-ray and may maybe a wink at a movie. Yeah, I could see some sort of a some sort of a teaser for a, yeah. a I would, movie. I would say I would, and a few people have wondered if there might be something for a show. I would say no for two reasons. No. One, we're no. really early in a show, and two, adventure has its own little corner. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not going to be a show. Like there might be yeah. some sort of a movie hinted at, but yeah, we'll see. Like, and even then, that would be kind of weird having a having adventure having the reboot series be going on while they're trying to like would they really well, to be, fa- to be another... fair though we don't, we don't know what a movie could be it could very well be a tv film of the show that could be i mean because here's the thing they because they do that with a lot of their franchises now where they just will get a standalone movie rather than doing the old festival stuff that's fair that's possible like we could we could see like you mean like a reboot uh, a, a movie um yes so, so, of the reboot yes yeah, okay that that will either air yeah, as a t- that will either air as a twofer with something else or as just a standalone. Oh, it's a seventy minute movie. Because like because like Pretty Cure yeah. gets a movie every year. One Piece gets one every two or three years at this point. St- yeah, cause, yeah. Because that that is reasonably. Who knows though? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they also another possibility for another anime project, like a movie, would be or an OVA. Or an OVA could be something with um, something along the lines of X Evolution, but not being X Evolution, sort of a standalone with Digimon only. Maybe, That's a, maybe I could I could see them teasing that, you know, bringing X okay. Evolution out of okay. bringing, <laughs> bringing it out here. I don't. I'm I'm not removing that as a possibility. Okay. Why? Okay. Saying. Okay, I guess like, oh, they'll announce a new gem. That That's something they do so often, it feels like it's not a fair guess to make. What is your wild swing product guess? And you're not, and, and you're not allowed to guess Blu-rays because that's all, it doesn't happen every year, but that's almost a Digifest tradition of them announcing a Blu-ray there. So like, um, what would be like yeah. a wild swing guess that you don't necessarily oh, expect, but you'd like to see? Oh, I have no idea. Digivol- like I, I, I'll say Digivolving Spirits. Yeah. Get one one more crack at it. 
Hey, at least get out the last three adventure yeah, partners. Get that, yeah, get that Garudamon figure that was teased. Because that one was like nearly done. That one was nearly yeah. done. That was, and that was like two years ago. Well, no, we did see that one like last April or May, and it was like yeah. not. And they had redone the wings and everything, and it really looked nice. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Corey, Lou, you don't want us to answer this, but we will. Do you think we'll see a Tamer sequel for its 20th anniversary next year? No. I will go with my answer from my esteemed colleague. If, my, my, yeah, my, if, minus if they I'll do ran, minus if they do random OVA thing. But here's the thing: I don't really want like what we've seen already. Like yeah, that was I, that, I think. Like I honestly think that's the weird position of Tamers is people are like. It has to be Kanaka. But what we've seen of Kanaka isn't really that good or interesting, to be honest. Well, the bigger issue is with that audio, you know, the premise of that audio CD had so many logistical issues regarding the cast that you can't really, it like, it doesn't make it feasible to do another Tamers project unless you're going to recast it. And if you're doing that, then it's like, it sort of loses its luster already. Yeah. Well, I believe, wasn't that the entire explanation for, like, the first 20 minutes of getting a younger Takato there? Yeah, that was, like, there were a lot of allowances for the cast restrictions that they had to account for, and they spent a lot of time accounting for those. Yeah. Rather than going into the actual story. And and at this point, Renamon Vectress has actually properly retired, I believe. Mm, it's yeah. it's it's not that she's on break it on uh hiatus anymore to take care of her kid she's retired so yeah yeah so i mean honestly if I, if you ask me to pick three different anime projects that they could potentially tease or announce it would be i like your idea of a potential reboot movie i think an all digimon feature is a possibility and the third thing would be a kazuna sequel I'm yeah, actually, yeah, actually, Digimon All Stars would be like the obvious choice at some point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're absolutely right. That is one of those things where, like, I think Pretty Care does one like every two or three years now, where it's just, hey, everyone, oh, hold on, everything, all right. I will go. Oh, Joshua showed up. What was that? I lost you again there. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, after talking about him earlier, Joshua Knighton showed up. How about that? Um, Clairvoyant Nera asked, what side character stories are you hoping make a return in the new anime? Their example was Wizardmon. I mean, I would like an expanded Wizardmon story. That I mean, uh, uh, it was kind of abbreviated in the original. I honestly, it, this is a hard one for me to answer because I was hoping for new side characters and not necessarily focusing on the old stories. But if I had to pick something from the original that I'd like to see a little more development for, it would be Piccolomon, actually. Hmm. That that's actually that's actually good. I was actually thinking about him just a minute ago. He, yeah. he's, a, he's a good choice because his entire position in the first show was basically not Jedi. 
Yeah, like he's sort of the trainer. It's like, where huh. does that role develop and, and all that? And that would be kind of an interesting thing to go into, especially if it could attach to the lore somehow. You know, some sort of guy who's designated to train the noobs. Yeah, I think there's I, potential potential in that. Yeah, I think Piccolomon's probably the interesting choice also. And Joshua wants to know, do you think the 2020 Adventure Series will be as long as the original? Roughly, if- yes. If not longer. Yeah. I think it'll be as long. It could keep going. Who knows? Yeah. And then uh, we'll give them a chance to throw questions. And then we'll call it. I feel bad for Josh. It just shows up right at the end. Yeah. He, he missed us actually like talking about him at the beginning. Yeah. Um. Next week, we'll be talking about episode nine. Hopefully, there'll be stuff to talk about for DigiFest, and it won't be like DigiNava where we just went, yeah, this stuff happened. Um, yeah, I think we'll have something to talk about, at least. Something. Yeah, it's just a matter of what. Yeah. To, to their credit, like they made that nice poster. that It has all the information, and it actually kind of tells us nothing as far as announcements go. Mm-hmm. And as when I say that it's a week, we have something to talk about. I yeah. should clarify that that's, it's very possible it'll be like a figure or something where I'm not necessarily interested of it, but the fandom at large will has reason yeah. to be excited. Because um, last year at DigiFest, they announced the, uh, the Taichi and Agumon 20th anniversary one, which was the first non-precious gem we've had in a while. Like, that one was mm-hmm. one people could actually afford. And Joshua, we're not answering questions about Kazuna's plot until we have it because... Me and AR both know what happened, so it'd be unfair to mock yeah. answer those. Yeah. Although yeah. he does ask um, about its connection to the epilogue. Well, that's which... why I think it's unfair to comment on at all, because either we're well, outright not... lying or we're spoiling. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... We They've teased pretty extensively that it's going to connect to the epilogue somehow. Yes. Well, they've like outright, not, they've they've actually out they've out, actually outright said they're going to the world of the ep, of what they've shown. Yeah, yeah, they're not abandoning yeah. the epilogue. No. We know. Um, that. Oh, and you, there's a question for you. So why don't you go ahead and take it? Oh, um, let's see. Thinking Adventure Twenty could last more than fifty-two to fifty-four episodes just to stretch out the story, or factoring in a combined reboot timeline that includes likely O2 characters. I'm not even knowing stretching out the story. Like they could continue beyond what we're used to. Like yeah. they can. There's nothing that says they have to follow the original story episode by episode. Like they've kind of approximated it so far but that doesn't mean they can't branch out at some point and keep going and developing their own stories with these characters. Like if they decide that they can have a season one narrative or the season one characters and their adventure go a hundred episodes and keep it interesting and fresh, they can continue doing that. They don't have to go Devimon arc, Edamon arc, Vamdemon arc, Dark Masters arc, Apocalymon arc, stop. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, they could easily fight. And of course we don't know if they'll keep a, they could do, Dark Masters, and then you could do Edamon comes back based on the tri-stage play. And then they yeah, could have well, original whatever. story. They could have... Yeah, they're, they're, it doesn't... They could make Apocalymon last more than two episodes, which, honestly, it needed to be. Apocalymon needed to either be a lot longer or not there. See, I think he worked as the quickie super finale villain. I actually, it, It's like the bonus enemy. I I, I, I think that actually worked for me. Yeah, it was 
I mean, I, I understand why a lot of people don't like that he popped up so quickly. I actually kind of liked it. It was like, we've won. Oh, shit. Yeah. Type of setup. It, it didn't work for me. But yeah. But yeah, like um, the show it replaced was 85 episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something yeah, in, in between. Yeah, yeah I, I believe the last one year show in the time slot was actually Digimon Savers. Well, there you go. Yeah, everything since then has run a bit longer. So yeah. it'll be and interesting Josh to is, see. Josh is acting, asking uh, if 100 episodes would be a little too much, though. It might be. Like, it does, like, I, I do hope that they are, you know, they do have to keep it fresh. And at some point, you're going to probably run out of steam. But I don't know. They, they've been writing this pretty well, so. Yeah. Although we should point out the person in charge of the writing is there for a year. That is, it doesn't mean things won't change, but like when he signed on, it was for a year show, which is ironically the exact same thing that happened last time. Like he said, the show's running for a year. So by a year, we mean, of course, 13 episodes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, but yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's, or, or who knows after the 50, they could do the young, chosen children who leapt through time for all we know. Yeah. I think that's it for questions. So now we will talk about the mentalist. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not, no, I don't need to talk about the mentalist. You had a nice conversation with my wife about the mentalist last night. I just like how I eat that. When you, when, the Yo Lee thing came up. Even I kind of went, yeah, maybe for a joke that was a bit pedantic of me. And then she popped Yeah, and then she popped up saying no, she was popping up to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that that's a thing that happens. Yeah. So where are you so where are you guys on the mentalist before we jump out? Because I want to oh, know when you guys hit a specific part. Oh, you've we're, you finished? Uh, in the uh, in the middle of season four somewhere. Okay. I know what I'm waiting for you guys to hit. Because you will be angry. Oh, I mean, I have only been kind of following along. What the usual oh. setup is watching on the TV, and I'll be on my computer in the okay, background. Okay, then, then you're then I'll you're not. Say, oh, that looks interesting. Okay, then you're not. Then you're not going to care because you haven't been paying attention well enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, so we will catch you guys next time. Ar, where can they find you? You can find me Digimon.firstagent.net is my review blog. Episode eight just went up this morning. Also on Twitter at First Agent ARP. You guys can find me at With the Will. You can find me here. And you can find our erstwhile third co host, May, at Lost in Translation Mon. I fully do expect she will be back. She'll be back whenever it's possible. We cut when we were when we went weekly at a time when me and AR could actually record weekly without dying. We kind of knew this would almost have to happen at some point. Yeah, we expected this yeah. eventually. Yeah, so at some point we expect Dev to show up on the regular. At some point we will be able to grab Joshua, whose time just does not match up with us well at all. Every yeah, that's a good att- question, though. Yeah, every attempt has been completely 180. He's been like, I'm available. And I go, we're not recording for a week. <laughs> or I'll go, can you do it tomorrow? Absolutely not. No, no <laughs> apo- jo- Joshua's apologizing. No apology needed. It has been 
both sides where anytime you've been available, we're just not doing a show. And yeah, I was excited that he got on, jumped on the chat. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that he did pop up right near the end. So we will catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.